When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The red light is on and we are running a tad bit late, but it is okay. It's because tonight we are just a few days away from the 2024 Warrior Rumble. Tonight is supposed to be a preview show, but guess what? WWE decided to rock the professional wrestling world with so much happening this week, including a deal with Netflix in 2025, upwards of $5 billion, 10 years. Seth Rollins wrestling with a ton of MCL. So much more to go, not to mention season two of Championship Culture has premiered. All that and more right after this. We got a lot to get into and we're running late, but guess what? We about to make this happen because we know that you are dying to hear what we have to say about everything going on right now in the world of professional wrestling. When? Now. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Brother, welcome to the Wrestle Realm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the Wrestling Realm. Follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Threads, X, and Facebook at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. And you can download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Watch us anytime and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the Wrestling Realm. I'm your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the big guy, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, Brother Hugh Hash the third, eight to the eight to the S, T to H to the E, three to the R, to the D, in the building, Brother Hugh, and he is the guy, not just the guy, the Bell King himself, Brandon the guy, guy in the building championship culture taking off rocket ship to the moon and he's your host the heart and soul of what we do Hollywood. brian h waters in the building welcome gentlemen welcome to the wrestling realm now podcast and guess what i'm all about special welcomes i'm so welcoming that guess what I have an opportunity for you because if you would like to advertise with the wrestling realm 
You can email us at rustingrum at gmail.com with the subject line saying advertising. We will reach out to you for any further details. So if you want to promote your business, promote your show, promote anything that you have coming up, you can do so with us at wrestlingroom.com. Wrestlingroom at gmail.com, excuse me. And uh, we will definitely hit you back with rates, so much more. And uh, let's become business partners. Let's do something special in 2024. But listen, maybe you don't want to advertise with us, but guess what? You can support the brand. So if you would like to uh, support the Wrestling Realm for all Wrestling Realm merchandise and apparel, head over to WrestlingRealm.com. That's right. You can shop now at WrestlingRealm.com. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, and more, just as the graphic says. You can be a proud wrestling fan, or you can just support the brand and embrace your inner DX, inner NWO, inner super realness, coolness all together. Dress as cool as we are and uh, support what we do. Pretty soon, we'll be having some live unboxings going this year. So you can get a uh, up-close and personal look at what we have available as far as our merchandise and apparel. But uh, that is at WrestlingRealm.com. So if you want to support the brand, once again, for all Wrestling Realm merchandise and apparel, head over to WrestlingRealm.com. But listen, we still got a few, uh, we still got some business to us, Tentus, because guess what? The Ravens are heading to the AFC Championship game. And guess what? Maybe your team didn't make it, but you want to go and support. Thank you. Thank you for the pause right there. <laughs> if you want to do so, listen, do yourself a favor. So if you're looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live events, shows, and more, head over to SeatGeek.com, where you can use promo code WrestlingRealm and save yourself $50, excuse me, $20 on any one-time purchase of $50 or more. If you have used this code already, do yourself a favor and sign up with a different email. And once again, save yourself $20 on any one-time purchase of $50 or more. Because guess what? AFC Championship tickets are through the roof. NFC Championship tickets are through the roof. And guess what? The Super Bowl is probably going to be no different. But listen, I know the financial aspect of it is always important. So if you want to do yourself a favor, use our promo code Wrestling Room. Our part of the seat, you have graciously helped us out. And guess what? We want to do the same thing for you. Save yourself $20. Any, any one-time purchase of $50 or more at SeatGeek.com. Once again, that promo code is Wrestling Room. All one word. Ooh, shout out to those who used it last week too. To go really? to the game. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple people, you know, they was hitting me up. Uh I, I could tell that they were already some Seek Geek users. And I said, yeah. I said, hold on real quick. Give me a second. Like the code works. I went through, boom, you know, new email address I hadn't used the code for before. So my theory works. So they was able to save $20 and be down there in the freezing cold as the Ravens blew out the Texans on the backs of El Freaky. Well, congratulations to everybody that used our promo code and saved yourself $20 and or more. Definitely shout out to the Baltimore Ravens as we head into the AFC Championship this Sunday as of this recording. But you know what's uh, it's also interesting as this recording? We have a Patreon channel. That's right. For all exclusive shows. There it going. Oh, there it is. For all exclusive shows and bonus material, head over to patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm. That's right. All exclusive bonus material. We are, uh, we're revving up this year. 2024 is going to be a big transition year for the wrestling room. As we always do, we like to grow and, and move forward. Patreon is going to be one of the major focuses. We want to provide you great content that you're willing to subscribe for. We have multiple tiers, but guess what? You can subscribe for just as low as a dollar at the lowest tier. So for all exclusive shows and bonus materials, please head to our Patreon channel and subscribe. Pay the one. Patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm now ladies and gentlemen this is the part right this is the part where we talk about uh we talk about championship culture 
is because if you don't know, as of this recording, episode one of season two of Championship Culture has officially been done. It is officially aired. It has uh, done some wonderful things. And guess what? This is when I talk about my two cents. And this is where I talk about what I think. And this is the part where I start to bring out my I notes. I was wondering because... if you took notes yesterday. No, it was no need. I was on the show. Okay, Guess good. What? I, I can talk you to death, but ladies and gentlemen, if you miss how crazy season two, episode one of Championship Culture, listen, let me stop talking to you to death. There's your belt that says every belt has a story. There it is, finally, right? But you know, I, I just want to make sure that you see that you can see your reflection in there. Mm hmm. I see it. It's, it's pretty sexy, ain't it? Got me right back. And he was know? just casually throwing it in the trash. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, for season two, not only is there one, but there are two custom titles. And from one into the other, the C's, which are known for championship culture, in red, the Wrestling Realm Now, which is his flagship podcast on Wednesday. In the center, you have the championship uh, culture logo, which is a slightly different one. Wow. When he was uh, virally attacked about his tag team belt, I kind of took it personal. And I've spoke about this on the wrestling room. And I don't want to – season two, I'm not going to hard point it. It's the last time you're going to hear me talk about this. We have these belts for a reason. Anytime somebody gets a custom belt, it should take them to that moment of wrestling that they're going to remember, that reason that they – fell in love with this sport, that wrestler that he fell in love with. Something about that championship belt should make them say, I want this more than I do one of the other ones that's in my collection, or this is my belt for my reason. So because I have this belt, that has nothing to do with your joy. Don't try to steal my joy. So I made two totally different belts for two totally different people, and I wanted wow, to make really? sure he's reflected him, and I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure this one reflected me. So there you have it. Tune mm -hmm. in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Room. If you want to catch up on Season 1 plus a bonus episode, go to YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Room and playlist Championship Culture. Don't forget to follow us on ooh, Instagram at Championship Culture and then just the underscore at the end. Correct here? Yes, sir. There it is. That, that's if you right. Wanna, if you got belt questions, interesting in the custom belt, if you just want to talk about belts, hit us up. One of us will answer. One of us will talk. We love talking about belts, as you can tell. Yes, we because do. Because you know why? Well, say it here. Hit it for the people. Because <laughs> every belt has a story. <laughs> Remember, every belt has a story. Can't wait to hear yours.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, Championship Culture is back. Season 2, if you are not familiar with Championship Culture, do yourself a favor and get familiar with The Wrestling Realm Presents Championship Culture. Head over to YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Realm and check out the playlist Championship Culture to catch up with all of Season 1, and uh, including a bonus episode and the first episode of Season 2. Oh, man, it, it, it was a crazy night. I'm grateful and thankful to be a part of it. And... Um, we definitely want you to head over, subscribe, get involved, just jump into the mix. But uh, Brother Brandon, Brother Hugh, congratulations. We're back for another season. Uh, you guys want to give him two cents? I know I took the first three minutes. I took some liberties. Uh, <laughs> hope you don't mind. But um, you, you, you want to you got. I was waiting for the paper. I said, if he took notes this time on the show he was on, I was going to die. I was no, gonna it was, it was too much going on. But uh, season two, you guys want to talk about a little bit about that experience, man? It, it was a crazy episode. Like I said, I, I'm glad to have been a part of it. We got, we got one crazy story. We got two belt reveals. Unreal stuff going on, man. And um, like I said, it was, uh, it was, I had a lot of fun, but um, you guys want to talk about a little bit about championship culture and what people can ex- uh, expect from season two? I'll probably serve it up to Brother Brandon if he actually wants to talk about the show. Only thing is... He hates when you I do that, be, by the way. I, I know. That's why I keep doing it. Damn. <laughs> but um, I do have a bone to pick with um, Mr. Brian Waters. Brian wait, 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 wait. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You whoa. said you got a bone, a bone to pick? A bone to pick. With Mr. Brian H. Waters. Yeah. We haven't had that in a long time. I was going to say, he brought it all the way back. That was a right. Mr. Gump McGee, how you doing tonight, bro? Gump McGee. Gump McGee. You know who he is. Gump Gump McGee. Brother, brother, you missed out, man. You were supposed to be there for the shenanigans. Um, There's another part to the story, bro. It's another part (laughs) to the story. It's definitely another part of the story. It's, it's so, a whole other part of the story. Oh, brother Brandon, you want me to talk? Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you can have it now. Go ahead. Okay. You may speak. Okay. Why are you being <laughs> <laughs> Because you know when I start talking about championship culture, sometimes he tell me I'm giving too much stuff away. But I'm gonna tell you this about season two. Season two started off with a bang. Mm-hmm. Season two is going to continue to bang. It's going. To, you know how they do. Then down and forever and all of that stuff at the beginning of WWE, you know, and all the awesome video packages and stuff like that they do. And this season, 
it's going to take you back. It's going to look forward and it's going to make you always remember certain moments. And as hard as I worked to get Hugh and Dwayne, and they both were turning on each other, didn't even know it. There's a third part to this story that you missed out on. Because what is it here? Because every bell has a story. Has a story. Has a story. <laughs> like Cody? No, we finished their story. Yeah, we but, you know, that. we was going to let yours go until day 746. Um, but we said, you know what? We, we ain't going to let that go on too long. So, you know, it was only fitting that you missed out on it. But we still figured out a way to still make sure you finish your story. So in commemoration for the work that you have done. Oh, look, there's my mm-hmm. point. The work that you have done and the work that you continue to do, this is a gift that was made because you sparked all of the custom belts. So you get your own (laughs) on a white strap because you do so much work, not only for the rest of the room, but also for who? Can you see it? (laughs) So you want to tell the people why you're getting your own, um, sir? And I'll tell you why it's on a white strap. Do you see this? Yeah. For the people that's listening on Apple and can't see holding up the white version of those wrestler girls title. <laughs> so it's kind of like a reverse. You know how with the men's belts, the white has been for women or the white has been for, you know, the secondary strap. It's only fitting mm-hmm. since they have a purple strap. We said mm-hmm. we're going to get them a white strap because it'll be the exact opposite. And it's a wow. secondary title. So they may have a tag team belt or they might have world belts. So now you got the secondary strap of the wrestling <laughs> girls belt. So um, it'll probably be in the background for at least 16 weeks because that's how long it takes <laughs> to pick up stuff. Or, ladies and gentlemen, if Brian just happened to disappear, he's probably going to knock on my door and be like, give me the belt. And then he's going to pop well, up and I don't, in the background in the same show. I don't take that long. You took pretty long to come get your shirt. But... Um, yeah, and the thing is, it's actually, you know, theirs was cut for a woman. This is actually cut for a man. So when you see oh, them wow. again and then y'all combine them, you'll be able to see that yours is actually <laughs> closer to the size for the male strength because mm-hmm. theirs was closer to the size for the female. So there you go, brother. This is what you missed out on, the shenanigans. And I just <laughs> I just hit a wall. I said, it's no convincing. He's at work. So I was... Uh, I was, I was... <laughs> Look, he like, I'm mad that missed was, out there, aren't you? Well, it was mm-hmm. one of those nights that I was, you know, had an additional pod thrown my way. And you could have had an additional belt thrown your way, but you guys, every belt has a story. But dude, you know that? <laughs> did you know that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I walked into that one, didn't I? Like, like, yeah, like Braun Strowman walked into Brock Lesnar's fist at the Royal Rumble that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have walked into this belt, but you didn't. <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to happen all night. And I'm only starting. So you just I mean, better be you, prepared. You of all people know what happens when you gotta work. Oh yeah, I know. But when you know a brother call you and I'm in distress because I'm trying to figure it out. Or when yeah. when he's trying to do a triple turn, you already did a double turn. <laughs> and that was a lot of work. If you so want to see is... how this double turn work, I'll I'm still tired from it because I had to make sure I was keeping the story straight with who I told what. Because that's how bad it was. Like I had a whole scenario planned out for you to get the mm-hmm. way. But it was elements of both of them that were matched. I said, all right, I can, I'm a horrible liar. So I'm like, I got to make sure this is actually part truth. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a belt bag involved. 
It's going to be belts involved, but how do I get the bet? So this was the other missing piece, but here you go. So whenever you're ready, as you can see, I, I just want to know, what, 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 what's your thoughts? Do you? I mean, <laughs> which belt do you wait a minute? I'm trying to think, do you have a white strap belt? I don't. Oh, I so this is, oh, that's fitting. Yeah, I'm I got, sure got red, burgundy, yeah, and black. Now you have some white. There mm-hmm. you go. I'm gonna just keep doing Don't this for a little bit. Well, yeah. Brian, this is this is the shenanigans I was referring to when I said I, you were supposed I, to be there. What <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see was we saw that title after the fact. When mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when, when all the when all the shenanigans uh, kind of ceased, or we you know at least all, all the uh, all the secrets kind of came to the to the forefront. He goes, well, mm-hmm. look, the crazy part is, look, this is what I was trying to get Brian here, too, because I was going to give him these. Like, look, this is what the, you know, the guy sent because, you know, you know, trying to, you know, keep service and keep, you know, business going. And, you know, oh, I was wow. like, oh, so you guys tried to get him, too. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Brother Brandon. Shout out to Brother Hugh. Congratulations. If you if you want to go back and watch that show. Finishing the story. Championship Culture, Episode 1, Season 2. Once again, head over to YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Round playlist championship culture, and guess what? If you want to see what the double turn looks like, bam! See that face? <laughs> that's, that's the face at that moment. I knew, oh, I got got this is a double turn at that point. This is not what we talked about. That was genuine well, surprise. You said, you said, oh, is this a Oh, <laughs> that and one it, part needs to just be clipped off and made into something. Where's Dylan when we need him? That one he's part not needs here to be clipped yet. off. It, it, trust me, it, it would have been. <laughs> but if you want to catch up that episode and more, I guess hell with it, and, and, and get a better look at um the uh, championship uh, culture, championship belts. They will be we uh, brother. He's been working really, really hard uh, as far as getting the you know um media together and graphics together, and they will be. I'm posting on uh, the Wrestling Realm social media account as well as Champion Cultures Instagram that just at, uh, is up and running now. And like I said, man, we're, we're like WWE right now, man. We're going to this global expansion because expansion is the name of the goddamn game. Brother, <laughs> a lot has happened and we need to start this goddamn show. We got through all the pleasantries. We got through all the things. We introduced Championship Culture to the world once again as season two takes its place. Let me look in the background and make sure Brandon don't have any more extra belts. Okay, right. I'm I, pr- I promise you, it's not. No, no, I'm not listening to you. Man, he got 136. Yeah, yeah. I, I promise you, it's not. Brian it's not. H. There are custom Ooh, belts being made. That's not for me. There. The belt has wrong. Guess what? We are going. No, to it's start. like really I... where I cut that sound is on a delay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a gap. So it wasn't me trying to cut you off, Brad. I had to like anticipate <laughs> and then you talk. <laughs> We are going to start the show as we always do with our famous segment is what did you watch? Every week we start the show with talking about what we watched this week. I know we watch our regular programming, but we like to, to watch other things to keep our minds and our hearts fresh. So when we come together as a Super Voltron super group, we, uh, our minds in the right place to have these type of discussions. We revisit things of the past. We watch the things of the present and we make sure that we're up, up to speed with things. So good brothers, as we always ask, what did you watch? I, Brian, I, I, I dealt with these championship culture guys yesterday in shenanigans. I'm going to you first, brother. What well, did you look, watch this week? I'd be goddamn going. I'm going to tell y'all something. 
Mm-hmm. WWE really think they slick. Uh-oh. They really think they slick. They know what no, yesterday right. was. And they went out in Triple H and Nick Khan went out and grabbed the biggest shovel that they could. And they piled on this great anniversary date. So, God dang it, this is the first time I tell you what I watched. And, and, and Dylan Matthews said it right there. I watched some Hulk Hogan matches. I'm about to go do the 40th anniversary. <laughs> and then. And I didn't get much the chance to talk about Hulk Hogan because everything got to be about Nick Khan and the Rock and all that. We'll get there, but we're gonna celebrate the greatness of Hulkamania. And so, shout out to my guy Jonathan Bartlett who designed this incredible WrestleMania Nine poster that we'll be getting off a of WWE shop. And I watched Hogan beat the Iron Sheik. Um, oh, you took watched, it back, back. Yeah, I had to watch that, you know, because I, I did this video. Um, you know. You, Let's be real. I'm not stupid. Uh, uh-huh. I, I know how to play things. You know, I know how to celebrate without celebrating, but celebrating. So okay. I went in a different direction for uh, the ringer. And we I did a uh, put Iron Sheik over as the most important transitional champion because Hogan beating Backlund just wouldn't have made sense in 1984. Yeah, especially in a white meat baby face like him. They doesn't get more white meat baby face than Bob Backlund. <laughs> Talk about it. And, on, and, and then you get plus rain. Yeah, and you got yeah. the big man. You can't have him beat the little man and be the dominant force of Hulk Hogan. So he had to beat the nasty heel, the evil heel, because you mm-hmm. couldn't put America against America. You put him against, you know. So I watched that. Right now, I have one of the real Dwayne Allen's favorite Royal Rumble. 98. You know it, and it is the approaching the main event where Shawn Michaels will take on The Undertaker, which is so interesting because... This made me realize that two times Shawn Michaels was in the main event of the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble match didn't close the show mm-hmm. because, you know, I mean, I guess back to back years, he was just that over, um, you know, kind of like our tribal chief. So that's what I've been watching as, um, you know, getting ready for the Royal Rumble, uh, which is this Saturday. This Saturday. I can't wait to talk about it. Wow, that because that's classic. You haven't done that pose in a minute, good brother. <laughs> well, you know, I, I threw on the Hollywood shirt because I had on the other shirt yesterday, even though I ain't do no on camera. The uh one that uh my god brother got me. So that was yesterday. So this one was my Christmas gift. So yeah. Had to throw this one. <laughs> it seems fitting. Are we done talking about Hogan? Listen, I no. I, because I, I, I see a lot of red and yellow in your background, Brian. They just—they definitely had on red and yellow yesterday. Look like all <laughs> maniacs. I don't know if they noticed it, but I was like, maybe I don't know. They look like twins. If you didn't have a hat on, I didn't know who was who. <laughs> Shout out to the, the Roman mania, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, Roy Rumble '98, my favorite. Uh, that Shawn Michaels Undertaker match, one of my favorites. Until I got older and found out that's what broke his back, but it's okay. Still a great match. It was right? a. That's how good he was, though. No, he yeah, give me. He literally got up, finished the match, didn't feel anything to the to, to a day later. And and you look at the time period of Ooh. that part of '98 and where the business was. I mm-hmm. guess it makes sense for them to close the show because like your biggest stars kind of weren't in the World Rumble. They were like literally closing the show. It didn't get any bigger during that moment of than you know Shawn Michaels and you know the Undertaker. So yeah, but um, brother Hugh, what did you get into this week, man? You guys had a crazy busy week. Hmm. Because I was watching. <laughs> I honestly didn't get a chance to, to really jump into anything because, mm-hmm. you know, I was uh, producing um, 
a beautiful show that happened last night. Um, it, it, it felt good to do this. Keep your feet up. Enjoy. With my my cup of coffee, <laughs> put y'all on the playlist. Put y'all on the, and, and send y'all video to the group chats and say y'all gotta but check I, out Champions for Culture. I do have something for y'all though. Mm-hmm. I've been holding on. I've been holding on for this for a while. You know, uh, I got some exclusive content for you. Holy cow! Wow! And I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> we had to. <laughs> he finally me and my man. Me and my man, and then. Double in. We had we had to uh, pay some people off, you know, to keep this this under wraps. But uh, you know, a couple weeks ago we chilled out. You know, we went to Japan. We watched this uh, match, and uh, we saw this beautiful white strap belt come out. And uh, I was like, "Hey, I still call him Ziggy." I said, "Ziggy, go get that white strap." And hey, he went out there and did his thing. I, I would have helped jumped him, but you know, I, hey, for personal reasons, I couldn't. You know, I had to. You know, no, yeah, you got to keep your health first. Yeah, yeah, sense. health first, and I gotta make you know professional. So, no, they yeah, have, that's the You know, he sound. Yeah. He looked like he handled himself. I did. See, oh, yeah. no, that's smooth. Well, thank I you, behaved that day. I behaved that no. day. You look debonair as you always do, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it, especially with that championship culture design. Like that's just fluid. Look at that thing. Right, right, brother Brandon. What did you watch this week, sir? This is y'all are starting already, bro. We're not gonna make it to the show. So before I tell you what I watch, I gotta set it up. So okay. you know how well, I have YouTube TV, and for some reason, like if you're watching a series, it won't mm-hmm. go to the next one. It just goes to whatever is next in like your thing to watch. It's a mm-hmm. real weird thing that it does. So like I usually fall asleep watching like Bob's Burger or American Dad or something like that. Sure. But for mm-hmm. some reason, I woke up and it was like fate. I went to the bathroom, came back. And Matt Seidel was coming to the ring. I said, oh, he's Ray Russell. And, no, I'm sorry. It was um, Roderick Strong and the Kingdom. I was like, dang, those are some nice shirts. I said, mm-hmm. oh, it's just undisputed. I said, well, Tony Khan, great job for being creative. Undisputed. Biggest day on that <laughs> shirts, right? So it's him mm-hmm. and Matt Seidel. I was like, oh, well, I got to watch this because it's Matt Seidel. And when I tell you, the commentators kept putting over their history and I realized that's my problem with AEW that I don't need to hear it. I want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. Like it called back to them being roommates, um, how they grew up in the business together that time at ROH. I'm like, Tony Khan, you own the library. Why you ain't just play a video package? So the match started going, and I'm like, it made me realize how much Roderick Strong is a great wrestler with no mm-hmm. character, and Matt Seidel yeah. uses his size in his match because he always using the quickness like the high knee strikes and um he went for this spinning kick and he got caught Roger Trump caught him and threw him right into a backbreaker I'm like you don't do stuff like that unless y'all know each other and it was like their match was so good it was like if it just had that one thing that Tony Khan's trying to get away from it would be mm-hmm. a great it was a good match but it would be great if it just had an entertainment value to it and when I say entertainment value stop telling me that they were roommates. And I think Roger Strong, when did he start doing the lumbar check? Or was that his move first? That was his move first. That was his move, yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember who had it first. I was like, when, wait a minute. Cause when Cedric got just, WWE first, he started using it. But Roger, he never used it as a finisher, did he? I think he did. He did, he did. 
he didn't use it a lot because he was more of a submission guy. Like he was always, you know what I mean? I thought he was all about the submission. Yeah, he like it it was his finisher, but it's like, you know, he was one of those guys that he he didn't really use it a lot to finish people off. That was like his that was like his I'm exhausted. I need one move. It's time to go for the kill. And then like, you know what I mean? And then Jay Lethal kicks out of it. Um and they go 72 minutes. Yeah, I watched that. That was on collision. And then I also and um it's crazy because it made the next match made me realize Daniel Bryan doesn't need to wrestle every match. He needs mm. to be a special attraction. He needs to because like I kept looking at the match like, why do I want to care about this? Mm-hmm. It was him and Claudio versus um oh my god, why am I drawing a blank now? Um Eddie Kingston and um Santana Ortiz. One, which one is the smaller one? I always get them confused. Um, um Mm-hmm. The Don't one that's kicks the death. But it was like, why do I want to care about this match? How many times am I going to see this combination of them happening? And it's on collision. And it was like, I'm going to forget the match in two weeks. I'm going to remember Matt Sidell and Roger Shaw. And I'm like, because Daniel Bryan needs to be in those special matches. Because when I think back to a Daniel Bryan match, I can name them off. And I'm like, I'm not going to remember this. It was nothing special. Why did it have to happen? Like, right. Put that man in a uh, a bag and let him wait until you're ready to open him up and say, okay, go ahead, this match. You know what I mean? Because he's at that stage in his career where it's like, I don't need to see him on regular TV every day. I need to see him in those matches that you're like, oh, this is Daniel Brown. We're about to go. Like, look where he got Kenny Omega. He's up now because he's injured and everything because he didn't ever get his body a chance to heal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I was just – that's what I watched, and it was kind of – Kind of neat because even with the trails match and the House of Black, I mean, I'm sorry, not the trails match. This is the other thing that drove me nuts about AEW. Realized why I stopped watching Collision. Stop promoting everything else while I'm trying to be in the moment in that match. <laughs> like they literally promoted <laughs> the next three weeks. Yeah, but in the match, I'm trying to watch them. Like, all right, so now I need to care about next week. The graphics at the bottom. The commentators talking about it, and I'm like, it was just too much. I couldn't enjoy it. Because it was like, oh yeah, and then next week we got it. Oh, see, then this. Oh no, no. I'm like, why are you telling me about next Saturday? And I got to get to Wednesday first and Friday. You know, and it was like every graphic looked different. It's not to sell which show was for, but it was like, you just show me this. You're gonna show me when it's going off. But now I lost track of the match because that's gone. So I tried to give Collision another chance, and it didn't work for me. So it was my favorite show for like three weeks, and it had its three weeks push, and it's over. It's been over okay. for a while. So. Well, let me yeah, tell you, brother, what I watched. I watched, um, I went down this rabbit hole of 2006. 2006 was a good year for wrestling for me. I don't know why mm. it just was. I, it started off with me looking at Sabu stuff. Um, okay. RV, RVD had posted a match with um, him and uh, Lance Storm, an older match. And, you know, he made the tweet like, oh, yeah, these kids can work. And I went down this rabbit hole. Like, I like watching old ECW, like, main events, like big dogs, you know, Taz and Sabu and RVD and uh, even Rhino to a degree. And I was like, let me look at some Sabu stuff. And I ended up looking at the uh, 2006 um, match against the Big Show in Madison Square Garden for the ECW Championship. It's kind of unreal that the ECW show was a book. This was before it got all the way off the rails. You know, obviously, I think this time RVD was suspended. For speeding while weeding and uh <laughs> and i remember i just remember like 2006 was a really really good year for me like i just became really ups- i was always watching wrestling like i got back into it probably like late 2004 2005 i started like boogieing again but 2006 it was like you know 
I was completely on it again. But I watched a bunch of stuff from from that era, that 2006 era that I was like, man, this is one of my favorite years for a lot of different reasons. So that's what I got into this week. But so much has happened this week. This week was supposed to be about celebrating Royal Rumble, about championship culture starting up. But man, oh, man. Uh, brother, you talking about somebody, uh, Triple H picking up a shovel. Sheesh. WWE made a few changes. There's a lot of things that's going on. And we have a lot to get to tonight. Like, tonight was supposed to be all about the Royal Rumble preview show. Now, I know last week we jumped the gun. We said, no, we got to figure out who was going to win the Rumble. And, you know, we're, we're going to stick to that. We're going to figure out that. You got your spidey senses. You, figured, you sensed it. You sensed something I, was going Bro, on. I felt it. Like, I knew it was coming. And I was like, yo, we, and, we, and we jumped the gun. And we'll, we'll still talk about the Royal Rumble, the, the, the match card. But a mm-hmm. lot happened this week. We had to address a number of different things. We were concerned with, wait a minute, let's see what's going on with Seth Rollins. And then we find out, holy crap, Okada leaves New Japan just a few days earlier. What is going on, right? And then, uh-huh. not too long after that, we find out Pete Dunne has returned. Like, wait a minute, no more Butch? And then, all of a sudden, WWE announces that WWE has officially come to a a 10-year, $5 billion agreement with Netflix. We're going to get into all that and more. But let's start with uh, let's start with my boy Pete Dunn. You guys happy to see him back? The Bruiserweight. The Bruiserweight is back, ladies and gentlemen. I, now, you listen, you know I'm happy to see him back. Uh, him and Tyler Bate, they go way back. and they, They're bitter rivals and a fun tag team, but you guys happy to see Pete Dunn back? Absolutely. What about you, Brian H? Are you happy to see Pete Dunn back? You you don't talk about Pete Dunn enough. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. I he was somebody when I saw uh when they was doing NXT UK, he just caught my attention, had that it factor. And I always felt like he had that kind of like if Triple H wanted to start a faction of like future superstars or whatever, Pete Dunn would have been it. And I always believed and still do that he will be a world champion in WWE. Really, you think uh, and, so? Yeah, I, it kind of dwindled down, but I don't know. I think I, that intensity. It was watching him hold that UK mm-hmm. title. I felt it, it meant something. It did, yeah, um, facts. And and I'm like, yo, this guy, he could. Man, I know he's you know smaller, like you know he's shorter than me. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I feel like he can. I feel like he <laughs> he got a chance, you know. And um, it, I was like. Taquan said, you know, glad to see Pete, but wasn't didn't know didn't mind Butch. Once he stopped doing some of the uh once I understood the gimmick more, and I realized that you know what, this guy, he's basically he's taking what they're giving him. He you know, changed I, his I, fit. Like remember, he like once he stopped wearing the shirt and tie in, in the in the bowler mm-hmm. hat and suspenders, he was kind of mm-hmm. Pete done already. Yep. So I, I was okay with it, you know. Yeah. Now, now you said something interesting, and this I, I tried to move on, and then you always say something. This is what wrestling rum <laughs> folks do. Superior wrestling intellect. We take things to the next level. You said mm-hmm. if Triple H were to start a faction, mm-hmm. um, he would start with a guy like Pete Dunne. Now, you remember the interesting about Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate is they were in the finals for the first um, for the, the United Kingdom Championship the first time, and they went with Tyler Bate over Pete Dunne. And uh, right. and Pete right. Dunn was coming into himself. He had a naked face. He hadn't had that look yet. I feel like when he got that beard, you yeah. know, he kind of grizzled up. Do you feel like they made the right decision going with Tyler Bate first and then with Pete Dunn, seeing what Pete Dunn would have done with it afterwards? Do you think he would have had the same kind of reign if they would have went with Pete Dunn first oh, and he had to kind of be the one to 
set the tone yeah i don't know i, I like the way they did it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i like the way they did it because i i think i got attached to him more when he lost he, especially the way he lost to, to yeah. walter his name is walter yeah well i mean where he lost the the, the finals but oh, right, for the first too. time when he when he lost yeah 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 you yeah. felt bad for him like oh yeah you got caught slipping bro Tyler Bates yeah Tyler. yeah and you know it's money in the chase sure <clears throat> Cody Rose fans okay there you go we're gonna get to that all that and more see that there it is do you feel like that Butch character was really needed no of course not it's never needed but you know Vince McMahon was Vince McMahon and I'm glad they found a way to incorporate him to the main was, roster. Let me not be ungrateful. Yeah. Um, I was about to say that's probably a good idea. I mean, a good transition it, for him. It was. Don't get that me he was brought up. He was brought up to the main roster with with a veteran, Sheamus, mm-hmm. put into a nice faction, mm-hmm. and uh, he got that spotlight. He got that time to to be on the main roster and show what he had. So for him to turn around and 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 find himself, I guess, and yeah. come back and that's and exactly done, the they told. I think it was a perfect way for them to do it. Yeah, it, and and to your point, brother, which is an excellent point, you're absolutely right. It's because it's not like the brawl and Bruce wasn't popular. It was huge. Like it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were a fun faction. It worked. They were in in a lot of major storylines, and it kind of it did work. It helped him transition. And like you said, it wasn't like this major blown out story of why he had to change his name back. So like, remember we first got Walter. He showed up on NXT 2.0, uh, the, the the Crayola box version. And he came out as Walter and said, "I'm no longer Walter. I'm I'm Gunter Starks." Uh, then they realized that was a Nazi a Nazi first and last name. They said, "Okay, just be Gunter." Is it Walter? Was the you know? It was this dramatic story behind why he had to change his name versus, like you said, brother. He he just had to find himself. Rich Holland's like, "I'm done with this." James had been out, you know. Rich showed up at NXT because he's hungry. And then, like I said, Tyler Bates shows up and had to kind of remind him of who he was. And now, you know, we kind of got this smooth transition into Pete. So he's probably one of the fewer guys that have had a transition that was kind of smooth so i agree with you brother here what about you uh brother brandon you miss pete dunn you happy he's back oh remember i was a nxt uk fan you were a lot of people don't realize tyler bait won that title at 19 he was was 19 years old he sure was and he's 20 he's 27 now so pete dunn is 30 so Mm. six years ago wow they were the young people and remember tyler bait he kind of had that upbringing like Finn Balor. He did so much in a short amount of time because mm-hmm. he had championships everywhere. But in those six years, people forget that Tyler Bate had a tag team partner. He went back and got the NXT UK belt back again. He's a two-time NXT um, UK champion. Mm-hmm. But he also mm-hmm. held both sets of tag team belts, the UK and the NXT. But the Pete Dunn thing, I don't know if you pay attention when – Tyler Bate first came and Pete Dunn came out. The crowd was like, okay, here he comes. Mm-hmm. But it just felt different. It hit different. When that music hit, it was like a up. I always say it, Triple H said, nope, make it metal. We're going to make it a little bit more metal. And his music got an upgrade. He sure. came out with the burgundy with the, yeah. the animal around his neck or whatever that vest thing is that he wears. And it was just like he wrestled a whole different style. Like he had been giving us shades of Pete Dunn. But we yep. got full mm-hmm. on bruiser weight, not just people. We got the bruiser weight back, and I, I thought I wanted Gunther versus Ilyanov, but now I feel like I need Pete Dunn versus Gunther. We got. I feel like I need that. Uh, I feel like because remember when he didn't back down from Walter when he came because Pete Dunn had just defended his title against 
oh god, who did he defend it against? And Walter made his debut in NXT UK, and he didn't back down. And remember the time everybody backed down from Walter and the independent scene. It was like I'm not. He was a big deal. It was like no, I'm not. Mm, it's who? And he came with so much pomp and circumstance, and he took the belt from him. And it was just like, well. Even if you take out the COVID time, he still held it for a ridiculous amount of time and mm-hmm. defended it. So I'm happy that he's back. I hope that this, with this surge of tag teams, mm-hmm. post-mania, whatever, we just need to split them up because you can keep having tag teams, but uh, six weeks, six months from now, are sure. we going to still care that those two are a tag team? No. Because why, why are they a tag team? Yeah, this is just like two buddies, like a real no, no, so, no. I was really excited to see that they, because remember, it was like a month ago. Somebody said he's going through our identity crisis. I said we about to get Pete Dunn back. There you go. Yeah, yeah you did. As you soon as he said, I said we getting them back, and I'm ha- I'm happy because what you call it ain't gonna be around forever. Um, the U.S. champion. So he's making the he's making Triple H has made all these main level players, but now he's starting to build his second tier. So you clearly can tell, okay, they could be a world champion, but we still can put them in this and they not lose any steam and you still right. care about them. And so, Pete, Pete done there, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate are both on SmackDown, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, Tyler Bate is there. They never officially said it, right? Sure. Did they officially yeah. say he was I on SmackDown? I well, see, that's, that's what they're doing. No, that. Tyler like, Bate. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Because Melo been on SmackDown a lot too, but they never really mm-hmm. officially said he's on SmackDown. Sure. Because Il- I mean, not Ill enough. Um, Dragon Lee. They said Lee, he's yeah. a SmackDown superstar. Well, yeah. You about to go against Oba Femi? Oba, Femi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you, what's one? They about to, at the next pay per view, right? Well, Premium Live. Yeah. Sure. That ought to be interesting. Interesting enough about NXT. Let's take a trip one more time back to my favorite place, to Japan. Konishiwa. Watashiwa Dwinalandis. Little Japanese for you. Okada leaves New Japan for wrestling. Who could have saw this coming? Man, bring him home. Bring him to WWE. Does he show up in WWE? And how does he show up? I'm not asking for storylines because there's plenty of time for that. And we have so much to get to. But we, we talked about this a while ago. Uh, we A few weeks ago, Okada potentially leaving and where we would like to see him show up. Gentlemen, do we do we finally see the Rainmaker show up in the WWE? We're not talking about AEW knows, uh, in, in TNA because he actually has another spot to do in TNA. And uh, to me, it seems like uh, from what I from, from the quote that I read, Okada said he wants to be able to not be boring. This and I'm paraphrasing. He said he doesn't want to be boring. He, you know, he wants to use the window that he has to do the most of what he can do. And if it's like there's not much left for him to do in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Do you guys agree with that statement? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I do. Um, 100%. 100%. To me, there's only one place for him to be. Yeah. WWE, right? Can we, can, mm-hmm. we, can, can we pretty much agree on that? Yes. 100%. I agree with you. How do you guys feel about... Mm-hmm. He's done AEW and he wasn't taken as... He made a bit because it was him and Daniel Bryan. But remember, the year prior, it was like, oh, who's this Okada guy? Why should I care? He wasn't presented yep. in the manner he is when he was in um, New Japan. So WWE, and when I saw that report about NXT, 
that's not a bad idea if they're about to do a global expansion. He'd be the face of the NXT brand somewhere else and still be able to do Raw and SmackDown as a free agent to give us these matches. So yeah. I'm just I'm ha- I hope he comes to, I hope he comes to WWE. What do you think about that, brother? The rumors about him potentially showed up in NXT first. Some people were against it. Some people were like, no, he's too big of a superstar. But at, you know, we we I know we feel that way, but it's like eh, it kind of wouldn't hurt either. What what what's your two cents on uh Kachiko I mean, Okada? Well, before you answer, remember I said I wouldn't mind it if it's part of that global expansion, not on a regular everyday show of NXT, but if he's the face that's going to be. New Japan, I mean, NXT Japan, sure. New Japan, Australia. I mean, He's going to be that person. Fair enough. It's because, first of all, they're loading up on Japanese superstars. Like, this is mm-hmm. the most I've seen and one taking in. And it's like, I think we're getting more. But, brother, what's your two cents on Okada? Potentially showing up in WWE. Well, if he shows up in NXT, I feel like they're going to give him uh, the Shinsuke treatment. They're going to put him down there for a little while, let him be, uh, get his feet wet, and also let the crowd or the, the universe get used to him um because i'm pretty sure a lot of the universe probably hasn't interacted or seen him wrestle for the most part since you know it's new japan and whatnot so to come over here let him get some time with the universe let them interact with each other and then just bring him on up to the roster the main roster because he's too big for nxc to, to be honest to be down there forever you know he should have a nice a short stint show up go straight to the main roster Cause havoc. That's it. Straight up. <laughs> cause havoc. You say cause havoc. Cause havoc. What are you thinking, Brian Nitch? How do you feel about Okada showing up in uh in WWE and and also with uh just just taking into account what brother Hugh and uh brother Brand have kind of said about Okada and you know what what it could potentially mean for WWE's expansion into Japan with this new deal they have going forward and just all of the potential matchups you get. You think it's a good idea? That he shows up in uh, NXT, or would you rather see him show up the day after WrestleMania? Well, that might be a little too far out, but you know, in, in some type of way where he's featured in, in a higher role, or rather than just say, "Hey, let's why don't you go start from the you know from the beginning and take our time introducing him to this side of the, of the professional wrestling space, and then going from there." Um, what's it like over as far as Japan and Australia? What's what there like? So. You know how like the Von Eriks were really big in um, Israel. He's, he's it in Australia. He's, they, they, boom. You he's global. So, so you he's think him showing up? In, you think the Australia show is that big of a deal from the show or two? Yeah, yes. because they haven't seen him. <laughs> they, well, they haven't seen him, and you 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 give them something special along with you. You're going to give them Rhea. She's on the poster. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, isn't she probably the only Australian person that's left? Oh, well, yeah, kind of. Is she the only one left? The big dog. Yeah. Aussie so you, you bring in, yeah, bring in Okada there. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's it's something with Cody and Shinsuke. They have this big grudge match or something, and he interferes and somebody's causing some chaos. Dylan going where we Look, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Oh, yeah. Big Bronson. Yeah. Bronson, yeah. Yeah. He's part of Australia. And Andy Andy Hartwell is from there. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, you bring bring him over there. He he interferes, and him and Shinsuke just run, wreak havoc until they go in their collision course. 
Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it'd be good for the brand. I think they have to revisit Shinsuke and Okada to the American yes. audience. I think who, yes. who who better than to help him adjust to this style? I don't think he's gonna have a problem at all. But who better mm. to help him adjust than Okada than uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's been in WWE for years since he's left New Japan. And look at all the success he's having. He's the biggest star in Japanese wrestling now. When he was the number two behind yep. Tanahashi, and he literally jumped over Tanahashi the minute he went to to the big stage, and um, mm. like he's only second to like Great Muda and Oscar mm. and those that you know, uh, like I said, that had that chance on the big stage. I feel like Okada had he wants that as well. Like the Great Muda is is everyone knows who that is. If you didn't know anybody that was a Japanese wrestler, you knew of him mm. in some way, shape, or form. Even yeah, he spent a lot of time in WCW. And and that's when we first got familiar. When that's how we yeah. found out about the you know the IWGP Championship because like randomly Scott Norton would be wearing it to the ring. I'm like, what is he wearing? They're like, oh, he's the IWGP Champion in New Japan mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling. First time I heard about. It. And of course, you knew about All Japan Pro Wrestling. Those are the two companies you always heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it doesn't make it does it doesn't surprise me that Okada would love to um, have that same opportunity to just be a global superstar, especially <laughs> while he's kind of young still. So yeah. Um, I just want to see those matchups, man. Yeah, and, and then like AJ, Ooh. Yeah. Finn. That's the thing right there. Because we didn't see them all in AEW. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's the thing. And I think Look, he's had his chance with AEW. And kind of like he got a redemption arc going in TNA right now. But that's because he was a different person in his career. So he's a whole, I want to say he's a big draw now. Because he is, but for him not to come to WWE would be crazy what on him. Yeah, because he go to AEW, it's going to be not. It'll be like Jay White. You're like, oh, he's there, but okay, Will Ospreay, he's there. I was very disappointed in Jay White. Well, 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 all you do is wait. What two more months? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> not even two months. Was it like a week? Bro, he signed <laughs> like what was it like the next day? Like Vince has that. Horrible Monday yep. Night Raw after Mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you, I swear, I thought you was frozen. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is <laughs> horrible Raw after Mania. And then Jay White was like, nah, baby, I'm going, I'm going over here. And then a couple weeks later, Vince is out. Piss me off. Facts. No, that was just one of those things, but, um, Monday Night Raw, and we, we, we saw a lot of things, and uh, we're going to get into some more of those things before we kind of get into the meat potatoes of tonight's goddamn show and uh, the Royal Rumble preview show. We, that we have, I hate to make a seem like it's on the back burner, but I'm going to tell you something that shocked me. Mm-hmm. Bam! The promo between these two guys, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. What in the world? First of all, were any of you expecting this exchange to happen between CM Punk and Cody Rhodes? Now, I knew something was up. It's because they kept announcing it. I'm like, okay, so what? But they was like, oh, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes come face to face. And I was like, okay, just two. I, I looked at it as two Rumble competitors, you know, mm-hmm. buying for space. You know, two guys that once again, they, they everybody has this proverbial story to finish. We finished ours. But I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's see what's going on, brothers. Did you guys see this coming? Because everybody in the world all said the same thing. They said, oh my gosh, this brought me to my feet. It, it gave me chills. It it really, really, really pulled me in. I think this by itself kind of sold the Royal Rumble. What do you guys think? Bro, let me tell you. 
this has so many when i saw this first of all <laughs> i'm like watching this and i was like oh oh that that's that's a nice backup plan uh for wrestlemania night one mm-hmm. but i go to wrestling realm on twitter and i just see fire tweets believe coming from the real dwayne allen and the thing that was said best or if you said this in the group chat i believe mm-hmm. you said this on twitter but it was uh a uh, uh, promo class master class in the name of yep. dustin and i was like oof oof but that's what it was it, it was it was one of those things it was like okay a heavyweight bout you hit i'm gonna hit harder and then i'm gonna hit harder but it was like we we seen cm punk on this level right mm-hmm. we've been waiting in, in, in wwe eyes right we was waiting for cody to get there there he go. wasn't gonna be there before now it's like okay he's there and man look this is everything i'm right look book it I, i'm i'm interested to see how the rumble goes but yeah <laughs> and they'll say right dusty would have been smirking watch this baby so yeah i loved it brother Hugh, brother brandon two cents what do you guys think about this exchange between cm punk and cody rhodes I liked it. Um, I enjoyed it. Being that uh, number one, I don't like CM Punk that much, but uh, <laughs> but um, overall, I think we're just the exchange, in a long time. <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> the exchange was just—it was amazing. Like I actually got excited, got goosebumps listening to them. Yeah, go back and forth on the mic. Mm-hmm. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a clown. I'm a clown. You know this already. I'm glad you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I accept it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to roll up the punches, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I I loved it. I loved it. It was a great segment. The best segment of the night for sure. Wasn't expecting them to come come out to the ring and then actually. I, I expected them to just come out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm in a Royal Rumble. I'm going to win it. Mm-hmm. Not get, not dig as deep as they did. You can mm-hmm. tell, like, it wasn't. 100% scripted for sure. Yeah. You tell Papa Ace was probably like, look, here, you two, your professionals, your vets, here, here's the mic, do what you do best. And that's what they did. They delivered. No, that, I, love that I, I was, bro, I was blown away. I was, I, first of all, I was excited to see both of these. <clears throat> I said it when I saw CM Punk, I'm like, he looks like he's getting back to his brand of CM Punk, slick back hair, yeah, he he's putting meat on his bones, which is good. And I was like, Okay, here we go. And it's like, I mean, this is, and of course, everybody's got jokes. They're talking about, like, you know, these are two, uh, two former AEW guys. But like, now they're like, everybody's like, no, you guys don't know how to use these guys. This is how it's done. And to see what they did, like I said, and I meant what I said, it was, it was promo masterclass, like I said, in the name of Dusty Rose. And I meant every last yeah. bit of it. Brother Brandon, your two cents, sir. So I'm going to just say this about it. It's crazy that Cody has shown us that he can talk. And he could talk with the best. Mm-hmm. I think this was the first time that they were not. When I say, well, let me take it. The first time Cody was not scripted. It was here's the points we want you to hit because if you notice, he took a, a step back and to think about it. And when he's CM Punk pulled it out of him when he said, "I'm actually the American Dream," and you could tell it was like, okay, yep, 
all right, now I got to get him. You go there? Yeah, when, cool. he, yeah, yeah. when he came back and said, I'm more CM Punk than you, when he said, I did everything that you talked about, so wow. I'm actually more CM Punk than you. And I was like, <laughs> they both threw, they both put it out there. Like, if it, if this would have been AEW and they would have said, oh, they got into a fight, we would all have believed it. Because sure. they definitely was grounded in some real life stuff. Um, but I didn't know that and I don't know if it's true or not, that they were friends on that level or that um, yeah. Dusty told you know, watch out for what he said. I didn't see you as that. I saw you as, and I was like, oh, okay. That's actually pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, he actually did give him a chance. So, but I was impressed that this got TV time. If this is how we're going to protect Punk until he gets in the ring, cool. If this is how we're going to protect Cody so that way he don't blow out his other um, chest muscle. Cool. Wow. Like we got to protect him. Do whatever we got to do. Because I don't want another adversity. And we got an issue going into another um, PLE. So if this is what we got to do. Okay, cool. But this is back to the point that Triple H does. I have so many stars that I can interchange in this spot. One, two, one, two, one, two, whatever mm-hmm. I need to be. Yeah, And he keeps yeah. proving it. And he he just keeps proving it that it's like oh and I would say it again and it's still leaving Brock Lesnar in the bright ground for a rumble. You still got all these other oh, factors Drew. that you haven't even touched. Yeah, don't don't sleep on Drew. And if you think I hate to say, what if Paul Heyman helped write this promo because that had elements of Paul Heyman realness to it. I don't you think he like, needed any help from Paul. I think he got. I think Paul Heyman scratched him a little bit, said. Why don't you say this? Why don't you call it? Wasn't your father an electrician? That makes you the American dream. That you know, I can see Paul Heyman. Say it like that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Paul. I mean, think about it. If you listen to any time Paul Heyman talks, he knows how to get under somebody's skin. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to call it. So. And guess, and guess, and guess what Cody and CM Punk heard in their ears? No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the sequel to the Cody's last promo. When yeah. really it, it was a sequel. When I first saw it, I said, This is the sequel to his last promo he did at AEW. Yeah. It was good. It was good. No, yeah. It's I, I think anytime you get something that heartfelt, um, you know what I mean? It can't it can't go wrong. But uh like I said, he, he, people were impressed with just that match by itself. Like, yo, this this could be a main event caliber latch, match. And I think, uh, like I said, man, with Triple H in the mix, man, everything, you just never know what's going on. Shout out to William Regal, also back on WWE TV. We saw he's the new, he's he's reprising his role as the general manager of NXT. Yeah. So, uh, he put, shout out to William Regal. He's back. Ring. You start the day off with <laughs> the way Johnson. On Tuesday, you end it with Simone Johnson. She got like confidence, huh? Yeah, yeah, you can tell, can't you? Man, like, this is like the the in ring stuff will come. You feel me? I know, like, last year I remember watching her match. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, well, takeover of the you know, WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. and uh, she uh, everybody was like, you know, they was just talking about the way she looked in a good way, but her wrestling in a bad way. I'm like, bro, like it'll come. But she has a character that you can easily see her. Like she has that confidence. Um, sure. Yeah. 
Brandon may remember. She she was give she was giving me the vibes Jesse K what had uh, a lady rough just when she was the GM at MCW. And <laughs> Jesse was the number one heel. She might not have been booked like it, but mm-hmm. when she was in power, she was the number one heel for that company. And Ava, even when the um pull apart happened, uh during the contract signing that she just like stepped up, like, nah, y'all calm down. And it's like it's believable. And you notice one thing about all the GMs, mm-hmm. they all can wrestle. I mean, you know, they all jacked. They know more. You, you're not gonna push them over, I should say. Sure. Now, Adam Pierce plays the role because that's what he does, plays the stressed out role, mm-hmm. but <laughs> that's something's knows. always on fire. Yeah, yep, everybody yep. know Adam Pierce can hold his own. This and Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis out here making y'all know how I feel. My boy got put some hands on him because he he out here a little too big for his britches. But you know, Simone bigger than most of the roster. Well, you hear what uh, Adam Pierce said about uh Nick Aldis? He's like, he Nick Aldis probably so in the mirror looking at himself. So oh, wow. <laughs> that's some pretty boy jokes. Jeez, that's that little, you know, little scrap I mean, iron. But he don't have to look at his wife. You know, he, he has something pretty to look at. Yeah, that's true. That's that's extra true. Mickey James has always been absolutely gorgeous. Shout out to Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just that WWE stink was that that stalker gimmick that lasted too long. Like it, it overshadowed her to the point you had to like look at her in TNA and then look at her in second run. She no, she was, it was always at bad. Mickey James I, too. That yeah, it worked. She had it was booked in. It was yeah. the beginning of the career. Then it was like, dang, when she laughed, but then when she came back, you're like, okay, we're we're okay mm-hmm. with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to look at people's wives. So between Mickey James, Bianca Belair, I'm trying to I'm trying to just focus, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's not doing mm-hmm. for me. I you know in you the midst of sweet lord. Oh my god, <laughs> how many times? <laughs> you, you guys, some lucky bastards, but uh. No, but yeah, all, all that being said, man, like I said, it, you, you would think that this would be enough for us to wrap up the show, but it's not. It's because we have a few more nuggets to get into. The Royal Rumble preview is going to be rather short. As of right now, there's there's four matches. There's the Women's Rumble, there's the Men's Rumble, there's the United States Championship with Logan Paul, and there is um, the uh, Fatal 4-Way for the Undisputed WWE Universal uh, Heavyweight Champion of the Galaxy mm. and the Universe. Um, so you need, <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 like I said, we're gonna we're gonna get into that detail in, in a few minutes, but we just have a few more things to wrap up this week because, like I said, it was a crazy week, and we appreciate all the fans who are joining us and everything you guys are saying in the chat. But um, as we get closer to the show, Seth Rollins, we all originally turned into Raw to figure out what was going on with this man. <laughs> you know, he had had such a a phenomenal uh, title defense against Jinder Mahal last week. They kind of rebrought, they kind of like re- restored the character of Jinder Mahal a little bit. Like I think I feel like that whole situation was just for him. And uh, we saw, as uh, Seth Rollins said in the ring, there was a moonsault. He felt something his knee go in work, and there were rumors was that he tore his MCL, tore his uh, uh, partially torn meniscus. And he will be out for a few months and most likely miss out on the Rumble and WrestleMania. We were waiting to hear him say he was going to relinquish the titles. But instead, Seth Rollins came out there and he came out there. He said everything that was true. Yes, I do have a partially torn meniscus. Yes, I have a do have a, I don't know if he said a grade two tear in his, uh, his MCL. And, uh, you know, he was, he was greeted by the man, Gunta and Imperium. And Gunta made it very clear to him, like, listen, it's a shame that you won't be able to defend your title. It's because, once again, I plan on winning the Royal Rumble 
and challenging for that championship. And and I'm going to carry both of these titles. And Seth Rollins made it very clear to him, like, no, I don't think you didn't let me finish. Mm-hmm. Although I do have these injuries, I will be at WrestleMania. I will be walking out of WrestleMania as champion. So I was like, wait a minute. So he's he's not he's not going to relinquish the titles. Is this a good idea or was it a bad idea? Seth Rollins has had an amazing run, and he missed WrestleMania one time already with a serious knee injury, you know, almost at the height of his game when things were going um, oh, the way they wanted to go. You guys think this is a smart move with Brother Hugh? You think this is the best thing for Seth Rollins' career to uh, push his way to WrestleMania? Like Brother Brandon said, like, well, he has 11 weeks, uh, you know, until WrestleMania. Do you think this is a good idea for him to push himself to that point and, and, and try to uh, – walk into WrestleMania and, and be prepared for that match as well as trying to defend it. Well, as far as doctors and trainers, he supposedly has the best of the best around him. So, I mean, if well, they yeah, like he can do it, you know, then why not go ahead and, and, and push for it? Would you be okay uh, if Dolph Ziggler did it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I just absolutely. To- <laughs> it's, it's, it's WrestleMania season. You know, I think the big checks is, is you know, right around the corner. There you so go. Like, he yeah he has to make it and, and especially with all of this going on all these new superstars and old superstars coming back and whatnot like he's just too he, many different storylines and options time off yeah you your spot is, is is on the line basically you can be replaced so yeah you might as well keep that title try to keep the title stay there as long as possible they can play him off of tv for a while while he go ahead and rehab and whatnot and possibly get a main event spot spot at uh, WrestleMania. Is it is this the right move, brother Brandon? Now we have two um kind of non-existent world champions. It's one it's one thing that <laughs> Roman kind of has a part-time schedule, but it looks like Seth is probably going to have that same type of schedule since he really can't do anything uh for the foreseeable future as he tries to prepare himself for the biggest show of the year. Um how do you think this is going to work out for WWE with Seth Rollins kind of being injured and kind of rehabbing his way for, you know, all the way to WrestleMania. So now we have kind of two part-time champions. Well, we have like one and a half. Yeah, I think that's why he came out and said, no, here's the rumors. Let me dispel the rumor. Here's the facts. Because he's going to get the sympathy card and the hero's welcome when he comes back to defend the title. And if he loses, it's going to be, oh, he lost because of his injury. It's going to be, you know. It's not going to hurt him. Yeah, so either way, it's this is going to protect him. Because yeah, he had the knee brace on. Who's to say we won't still see him up until Mania? He's mm-hmm. probably gonna be sitting ringside at the um, Royal Rumble, waiting mm-hmm. to see what's gonna happen. He could be at Elimination Chamber, sitting there waiting to see what's gonna happen. To see what's we don't know what's gonna happen, but I think that's why they had to cut that promo to say, okay, let's play this up because at least if we know, okay, it's, it's fine. Go ahead, we want you to heal because we want that match at Mania. So. I just hope that he heals and he should have dropped it to Shinsuke and he could heal his back and his knee at the same time. But that's a different. That's a I, mean, I don't see. A I mean, you got Okada coming in. Brian, they switch your two cents. Well, what, 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 what do you think about this? Do you think this is a smart move for Seth Rollins to try to truck it all the way to uh, WrestleMania and decide to rehab for both surgery and, and, you know, try to sit there and walk into this match and actually have a match at WrestleMania? I promise you, I don't mean no harm what I'm about to say. Oh, here he goes. But sometimes you just have to focus on what you're doing and stop worrying about what's going on in somebody else's house. 
kept talking and he kept talking about Roman and Roman's part-time schedule. Mm-hmm. He's a fighting champion. And now it almost came and cost him his match because he's pushing in a sense. Sometimes it did feel like no reason. I understand he had back injuries and the MCL mm-hmm. was he dodged a bullet and it was based on impact, but it all runs together. The body, the human body is a delicate thing. And it's like afterwards, I, I kind of believe I could see Seth Rollins taking on a lighter schedule after this, even after he comes back, man, he's going to spend time with his baby girl. She's going to doll him up. They're going to play doll babies. And he's going to realize like, man, so this is why Roman stay home. Roman Can he handle home. that? What if Rebecca, what if Rebecca is like, gets the man over, over? He's, he's oh, got she... to stay home with the baby. Cause it's coming, bro. She got a Uh-oh. whole audio book coming out. So you saying it's inevitable? Yeah, that's an audio book. She got a book. Yes, Becky about to go on another. She's gonna hit. She's another, another run. run after WrestleMania, in my opinion. Okay, she's already a big superstar, you know, but she about to go to another level. Mick Foley, of all people, he is. If you if you look if you listen to like a lot of wrestling or read a lot of wrestling books, mm-hmm. mankind, Mick Foley is like the tippity top. Of course, he's yeah, he, he's it. he's the champagne of it all. He's the standard. He, he he I believe he has his degree. I know him and Jericho talk in their books about studying journalism. But I believe right. they might actually have their degrees in journalism. I, I know and Jericho does. Yeah, and he said this is the most important book. Of in the or like the last ten years, mm-hmm. yo, she about to be a bestseller. Yeah, it's, it's there's no yeah, and you you you've been talking about this. Uh, you you mentioned it last week, and you talked mm-hmm. about it, and I keep forgetting. But it's like you know what? Mm, and, I don't and know, so buddy. Like, and, and I'm looking at, it, and I'm like, you know, Seth, like, bro, I get it, but like, even what he's doing, like he's doing beyond Bret Hart. Like, remember, as I'm, you know, I'm playing Hogan winning the title again, Bret retrain the audience and how they should look at a WWE champion. Of course. Facts. But the the, the way things was, it was different back then because of the style. Mm-hmm. Steph wrestles a more brutal style, for lack very of aggressive. better words. Yeah, yeah, very aggressive. You know? So I, I, I just hope that, you know, I think he comes, you know, I think it's going to be very interesting. That's the reason why I think that Punk and Cody promo was put in place. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all saw the SI reports. If I'm sorry, but if it would have came from anybody else, as somebody who spent, the they past just laid week, off all the humans at your, <laughs> at your, at your uh, place of uh, your place of <laughs> your organization. Like, yeah, don't give me none of your artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, put, put put all these keywords in a machine and see what you can come up with. Bingo. Bingo! I'm like, yo, I'm not believing that. First of no. all, like, why in the world would they even tell us that? And who, well, and who was there to make that decision if everybody just got laid off? <laughs> right. Something to think mm-hmm. about. All I'm saying. And, and Grant, I know they could feed the dirt sheets just to see what the conversation is, but like, come on now. Which I think that Triple H does. Mm-hmm. So, but I do believe I can see. You know, what I mean, you can easily pivot. Boom. You know. It wasn't always about the WWE Championship. It was the World Championship. Whatever Cody gonna say, mm-hmm. you know. And boom, him and him and Punk night two, Russell. I mean night one of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, if Seth Rollins don't come back, because and it sucks because I believe Seth Rollins deserves. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. 
as far as somebody who kind of like earned or deserved, if you want to say that, maybe more than Roman, just because yeah. he's well, put in so much work. Sure. He hasn't lost the Roman. He's mm-hmm. been doing everything. You know, I mean, granted, Roman earned it. Roman is like somebody who earned it for all the stuff that he did in the late 2010s. Mm-hmm. He's wreaking a lot of those benefits now. Sure. Um, but Rollins been putting in that work, and it's just sucks that like, yo, you might not even be able to. And you know, it was me and uh, Justin was talking about WrestleMania 32 earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, that was supposed to be his WrestleMania. It was in in, uh, you know? in Dallas, right? Jerry's World. Mm-hmm. First time it would have yeah. probably been him and Roman, because you know they was trying to get Roman over. Yeah, you know, and that would have been full circle because he stole, took the belt from, took his opportunity essentially with the heist of the century. So I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a tough subject. I don't want him to make it worse. I don't want him right. to force himself into mania, and then have to take six months off when they probably would have only taken three months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like you said, they got the best doctors in the world, and you know I'm sure he's going to train for. I don't even know what that looks like as far as a timeline for rehab instead of surgery. Let alone to be healthy. But then you talk about wrestling, like putting on an actual match. Is it worth it though? You, you, you said something key. Six months, like like miss a WrestleMania, but you out three months, or wrestle at WrestleMania and then be out for the rest of the half of the year or year. Yeah. He would rather think about it. You would rather have that one that one payoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you it's not guaranteed next year you're gonna be able to get it. And then all that all everything is lined up for him to be at Mania. <laughs> This mm-hmm. is finally because how many years did he have a marquee match at Mania, but wasn't the main event? He was putting in the like you said he put in all the work. Yeah, this man. is this is the this is his year. Like, like if he don't, and I don't, I don't want to tell him what to do with his body. If it was up to me, I would mm-hmm. risk wrestling at Mania, even if I get injured during the match, and mm-hmm. take the rest of the year off. As long as it's not an injury, I can't return from, but. Sure. No, if I gotta get healed and miss three months and then come back for what's after um what's right after? Um is it backlash next or they got another yeah. interview? Backlash in France. Yeah, if I'm gonna come back in France, that's not that's not mania. You know what I mean? That's like saying Oh, well, I, I don't mean, know. I just Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's it yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll put a pin in that. It's because we got to get down to some big business. Um, we're, like I said, we're running a little bit over. We got to get ready to wrap this up, man. But uh, our truth, baby, let's go, bro. First of all, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out sidebar. And this Who's Tom and Nick? Said it. I'm trying to figure out how the heck our truth misses almost a half a year, a year and some change from a broken leg, comes back and he's like more popular now than ever. I didn't see him on so many radio shows. I mean, you know, I've seen him on so many shows, podcasts. He, I don't know how he, he had like the number one t selling t shirts for like a weekend. I was like, bro, he's doing more now than he ever did. For, nice like person, <laughs> we just we just talked about Seth Rollins and it's how fearful it is for a superstar or a professional wrestler to lose their spot and come back after extended period of time. He comes back and he's more over now than dang near he, he ever was. It's ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. of Tom and, and Nick. I mean, Nick. Tom and Nick. And he's a and he's a crucial part of the show now. It's kind of like Jay Jay um Sami Zayn in the bloodline. Like it was meant to serve one purpose, but then it he just it turned into a life of his own. I he feel like that's what happened with our truth. And he yeah. said the difference is they get along. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the crazy part. He's like, like man, I gotta he's go like, there for Tom and Nick. 
Mm-hmm. The first time mm-hmm. I heard that promo, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, oh, I get it. Dominic. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. But shout out to R-Truth and his Judgment Day stuff. He's going to he, he he humanized Damian Priest. Damian Priest is, can no longer be a full bad guy because he's he's almost right. laughing in every other segment with uh, freaking R-Truth. Turn his briefcase run. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen to him? He's another one. But like I said, we got to wrap this show up. We're going to get down to the big business as to why we, we kind of came here in the first place. Um, the, the news that rocked the world. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, like it started off with an announcement, right? We, um, hmm. TKO Sports had made the announcement that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson had officially been granted full rights to his name, The Rock. Uh, the Rock, first of all, shout out to The Rock who came back with a vengeance because they canceled the show. They canceled mm-hmm. Young Rock. The XFL made uh, took a hit by that lost like sixty four million dollars or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh oh, so he's got to come back to being a rock now. He's he's like the the Dwayne Johnson is down a little bit, right? He's got to make his way back. He's definitely said that. And him and him and his ex wife who are excellent, they're best friends and business partners as well because that's who he runs all his business. Is that Ava's mother? Mm-hmm. Yes, Danny Garcia. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah I, I, it just dawned on me in this moment. That's her mother. She looks like both of them together, which is yeah, what, right. what children are, a mix of the parents. <laughs> she, said, and and she looks like a mix of both of them. Oh, no, I thought she said so. Was, yeah, you're right. She has like she has Danny Garcia's nose. She had the rock's forehead. I was like, bro, and she's like, I'm, I'm telling you, they cheat. She looks like both of them. And um, so the rock's not playing any games. He's coming back with the vengeance. He has been named officially to the board of directors at TKO Sports. Um, that's what Triple H gave up his spot. That's in charge of uh, Endeavor. Is it Ari, Ari Emanuel? Is that who it is? Ari, was that somebody Ari else? Manuel. Okay, mm-hmm. so Ari Emanuel, like I said, they, 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 they used people, to be the Rock's agent. Yeah, people hold him as a legendary businessman because if you look up what Endeavor Sports has like acquired over the years, mm-hmm. you're talking about a global takeover. And uh, the fact, and I think he's a wrestling fan. I don't know if he's a businessman and a wrestling fan, but he's a wrestling fan. And uh, it was it was big news as it was that the Rock like so now he can you know he can trademark the Rock he can do what he wants to do with the Rock he don't have to be like in certain situations and have to give WWE credit it's because now they're all under one umbrella in uh they're one family uh you guys see Vince McMahon with that pitch black hair he had in that photo he needs to cut it out wait um, he was in the he photo yeah he, he was in the photo like he, he, when, when they were when they made the announcement what what they were on Wall Street you know he was he was there he was on the other side of the Rock. With R. Emanuel because he's not the guy in charge anymore. So we're watching it, <laughs> and then this blockbuster deal comes along, and this is the focus of our segment: good for business, bad for business. Raw is coming to Netflix oh, yeah. January twenty twenty five. Like, wait, wait a goddamn minute! What is going on here? This is is this an end of an era of, of what of what we are, are used to? Like, we knew Vince McMahon wanted to make it back from his suspension or his uh, untimely retirement in his eyes. It's because they were trying to negotiate the next TV deal. Mm-hmm. And I remember they saying that the NBC deal right now they have is upwards, worth upwards of $250 million, I think maybe a year or something like that. And it has been reported that Netflix and WWE have come to a 10-year, $5 billion deal with the opportunity to sign for five more or 10 more or something like that. 
uh, commercial free, so it's no need for advertisers or commercials. No, no, it is commercials. They clarified that it's so a they different did. tier pay. Yeah, different tiers that you have to pay for. Kind of okay, like so how Peacock is. Paywall. So there's a yeah. paywall. Okay, like there's a premium, I should say. Um, fair enough. You know, but still, brothers, we were there for the Monday Night Wars. The television has been the lifeblood of successful professional wrestling ever. If your territory had a TV deal, it was a big deal. If you don't believe me, why the heck did Vince McMahon go buying territories? It's because he wanted those TV deals, those TV rights, so he can run the All-American Wrestling Show. Because he had his show uh, on one channel, but then he had the show on TBS before, you know, Ted Turner bought it back, and that became eventually World Championship Wrestling, the actual show. Yep. Right? Now we're, we're walking into an era where it's like, we know that streaming services are the future. Um, w- the way we consume TV is not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. But I ask you, and I'm asking you first, Brother Hugh, is this the end of an era as far as professional wrestling and television is concerned? Like, is this the new wave? Like, the WWE is always first at a lot of things. And this is this is what... And I said this last night uh, while we were finishing up championship. I said, this is what Vince McMahon was talking about when he said that WWE had hit a wall. We hit a ceiling when it comes to business as far as expansion, as far as what they were trying to do, as far as continuing for the brand to grow. He felt like they they couldn't grow it anymore from from the perspective that that they were. But now with TKO Sports, Endeavor, and all these new business partners, they have negotiated a blockbuster deal that is going to make the WWE Lots of money. Not to mention, they said that means they'll also be putting original programming on there as far as documentaries, so on and so forth, uh, as well on Netflix. But is this an end of an era for for professional wrestling and and TV deals, Brother Hugh? It's the beginning of the the end of an era. Yes, it is. That's a good way of putting it. it. Like you said, with the technology and everything that we have now, cable and just TV in general is just just played out. Everybody has a streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. So um Brother Brandon said this to me um off the air. He said, as far as expansion, this is probably the best deal for them. Because you always have access to it. You can look at it on your phone, you can look at it wherever, on an iPad, wherever, whatever. And I know you can do that with certain um like uh stations or whatnot, but it's just more prominent with Netflix or, or just streaming, um with streaming stations. So I mean, it's just it's best for business right now, especially since they're making a major push to expand globally as a, in the wrestling industry or as a sports entertainment um, mogul right now. Anyway, so like it's, it just makes sense. And every goddamn body is Netflix, and they literally said it's going to be everywhere, everybody in Asia, in the UK, in Canada, and and they're going to be adding pieces of run. So you're talking about being and maybe said like. Uh... I forgot what I forgot what the number was about the number of homes you can be in through USA cable television, Mid Atlantic, mm-hmm. Pacific. You know, you take the, the central time the times in consideration, right? Now being in almost they said almost like two hundred fifty million. I was like, going to say two sixty million, like two hundred sixty <laughs> million like houses a night now. And it's like it it almost doubles or triples that audience, and it's, it is so unreal because it's like yo, this is insane. It's because now you're talking about um, putting uh, pr- presumably live television broadcasts on netflix and it's like and, and, and somebody was saying like now I, if i'm out i don't have to go run to a tv or or you know sign into 
my direct TV app of Comcast is to find the channels because everybody has Netflix everywhere on their phones, computers, whatever the case may be. It's almost kind of a, it's almost like that's users. That's not eyeballs. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, that's that brings 520. Let's just say two people. That's Mm -hmm. half a billion users. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And you think about like the 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 global um like you know people are clamoring around the world for WWE. Like somebody in Canada said, I pl- I pay an extra like twenty five dollars to um yeah. what's, what's the the company that does it? Something sports in uh in Canada like they just to watch Raw. Oh. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they was like, mm-hmm. I don't have to now because I have a Netflix subscription. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, man. All those countries that have been trying to get raw and stuff, because you know they have they get WWE content, but they get it, they get it. That's it's not the actual product; it's just content, right? Yeah. Now they have access to the actual shows. You know, they're in those homes. We and we talk about listen to me. You talk about the first ones to crack China. You know what I mean? Like this is this is in this is absolutely insane. I got I'm 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 at I'm at a standstill, brother Brandon. What do you what do you think about this? 10 year five billion dollar deal between Netflix and and uh WWE, like something that's just shattering. Something we, I, I'm term, I'm gonna tell you right now, I never, I remember there were rumors about it being on Amazon Prime, so that's dumb. Why would they put it on a streaming service? But here we are, Netflix is making a comeback. It's because you remember when Netflix was Netflix, everything was on Netflix, and I meant that yeah, statement yeah. until all the other TV companies and media conglomerates goes, wait a minute, we got the blueprint, we can do this ourselves. And everybody started pulling their stuff off Netflix and making their own streaming services. And then we had all these multiple streaming services that we pay for because, hey, we want our stuff, so we pay for it. And then Netflix is like, okay, cool. They started buying up movies and putting them as original Netflix movies and buying up new content. And they still have the show. Buying they, up they, old shows that got canceled and said, we're going to continue your show. Come here and watch it. Like you know, I I Five want them. Heels. I want them to bring Young Rock to Netflix. I'm just gonna leave it at that. And yep, then now, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that, that's, that's, I, I've been petitioning for it. And then now they like, listen, we about to make comeback of the year. We're going to take professional wrestling. It's not even WWE anymore. WWE is just considered professional wrestling, and we're going to put it on our platform. Are you kidding me? And hey, here's you the thing, Brandon. Let's go ahead. Let's just say this real quick. Mm-hmm. Remember 1998. Mm-hmm. WWE needed a jolt. They called Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson yeah. needed a jolt. They was beneficial to each other. It. Yeah. It's just like this with Netflix. Like you said, Vince McMahon said they hit a standstill. Yeah. Netflix, you know, it, 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 it's been like one of the things I'm like, uh, do I really need this? Okay, the kids watch it. But sure. I ain't really watching nothing, you know, stuff I can. Now I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm getting rid of Netflix. Sure, you know, no way in the world, and so it's it's again two entities that's like codependent. Like sure. we we doing okay, but now together we're gonna go crazy. I mean, and, and you know, not to mention, like I said, I, I'm curious. Like one of the things we watched before, we always we, what we missed about the network was the original content they used to put out, mm-hmm. and um, it's like everybody's like, yo, I, I don't know what that means as far as that is concerned, but the fact, like you said, that they, they're like a they're the newest tag team champions, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm they sure tried that with a prototype. They tried that with that uh Chris Rock um stand up in Baltimore. Okay, no, that was a lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That and they, and they said that they said they've done a couple of live things, but guess that. what, though? Like, I'm assuming that once the show's over, you can go back and watch it again, you know what I mean? Yep, or like 
And, and you say, okay, well, what's the blueprint for this realness? Easy. Endeavor just signed a deal with TNA. Endeavor is TKO Sports. They 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 have, they're now in charge of Impact. What's called TNA Plus now. Are you think, thinking what I'm thinking? Are you are you going where I think you're going? I, 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 I listen need to that me. To happen. I need that to happen. I think I have a dilemma right now. I'm but feeling some type of network possibly coming back. Mm. Right, like we had the network, and we didn't watch live raws. We just they gave us a bunch of content. Right now, Endeavor mm-hmm. decides. Oh, they just signed. They just signed a deal with TNA to do TNA Plus because they used to have the Global Wrestling Network. That's what that was. What what was the assets of Global Force Wrestling? And eventually turned into was right the mm-hmm. TNA stuff. Like right, and uh, like I said, we we have uh, Honor Club, which houses the Ring of Honor stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're sitting on Endeavor striking a deal with TNA. Now TNA's got some money going to them. I'm like, wait a minute, what are you guys doing over here? Anytime you're dealing with Endeavor, you're dealing with big money. Let's just make that very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now Endeavor's in bed with Netflix, one of the biggest, you know, uh, like the biggest conglomerates together. And it's like, it. I, I can only imagine what is coming next. There's a few questions that I have. When it comes to this, but I want to hear Brother Brandon. What's what's your take on this? This is this is insane. Usually, I'm supposed to be saying, "Is this government yeah. business or bad for business?" But it's kind of obvious what kind of business it Brother is. Brother Brandon's playlist. He about to try to make me watch all that stuff. He's going to. That's what he does. <laughs> it's right there on your for you section, Brian. It's right there after Raw go off. And that's what I was going to say because damn, it's going to be easy accessible. Everybody's going to be able to get it, but. If you look how Netflix does the top 10 things, they have different mm. sections. You know, why wouldn't they have, like, Peacock made all, its own tab that says WWE. Mm-hmm. So they have the capabilities for it. Are we leaving Peacock? Where This is just Monday Night Raw. Are the PLE still going to be on Peacock? Because I hope that I can go back and say, let me watch Monday Night Raw from September 15, 1999. You know what I mean? You can go back and I can just say, all right, watch the next episode, next episode, next episode, and then say, are you still watching? You know, you can literally just have this on now. But here's my only question. Mm -hmm. It seems like WWE is strategically doing things to get in front of different type of people. It's the takeover. Yeah, so you got Peacock for your PLE. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay that $10 for that PLE all day. I don't care what happens. Sure. T-Mobile going to keep giving me my Netflix. So as long as I keep my T-Mobile bill up, I'm going to have that. Oh, but then, shit. Oh, God. They definitely got partnerships with these other brands. Uh, you see where I'm going, right? Yeah. WWE has a deal with Credit One. Well, if you glance too hard, it looks like Capital One. Mm-hmm. They are going after Ooh. all these different people in different ways. Look at the cell phone company they with. Who did Bianca Belair do the commercials for? So you're reaching these different people for different reasons. And if you ever notice what they're doing, they're trying to make sure that I'm going to get somebody, but I'm going to get everybody. No, but I'm going to get everybody. Some way, shape, or form, I I guarantee you when and after this Netflix in 2025, by 2026, you know Mm. how the thing that I hate when people say, Oh, I watch wrestling. I used to watch Junkyard Dog and Ric Flair. Woo! <clears throat> They're gonna say, "What's the deal with this Bianca Belair? Who's this? Who's this Rhea Ripley woman I keep seeing everywhere?" Because it's going to be all in your face. It's definitely gonna pop up. 
Like just you, you know, you pull those old people. Like, oh look, we put on old wrestling. Oh wait a minute now. Wait, wait, hold on. When did Rhea Ripley have blonde hair? Oh, sit down. Let me show you her rise to power because they have a special about uh, mommy's always on top. Here, watch yeah. this on Netflix. You know, or better yet, Peacock. Oh, you want to just watch all of her uh, PLE matches? Here you go. I can show you what she did in Saudi Arabia, and she's about to do mm. it next week. But you never know. It seems like they're doing all of these things strategically to make sure they don't miss anybody. But everybody has a chance because here's the other part. It's a reason that WWE has not left USA Network. Mm. Of all the networks that they could have went to, (laughs) and they're not saying. But here's the kicker. Y'all missing one vital point. They're mm-hmm. not saying what day it's starting. They said Bro. Raw will be moving to Netflix. That's what I was Back about to say next. USA, NXT, CW Network. Right. 2025. They're not saying 2025. no days, no days of the week. Tony Khan better pray that SmackDown does not air on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're like to do something like that's what this is October 1st, right? That's what I heard. Uh, that's for NXT, right? For SmackDown. It's SmackDown I think Nick Khan said it was for out. now. Yeah, it's going right, to be still on Mondays. That's how Raw. Oh, is. for now. For now, Raw still going to be on Mondays. Right, but remember, it just says Raw is going to Netflix. I was about yeah. to say Raw. It definitely did. So twenty twenty five. I'm yeah. I'm I'm nervous that it's about to be a huge shakeup because remember Nick Khan said it. Why do we keep competing with football? Why can't we just move Monday Night Raw to something else? Why we got to keep competing with it? We can't overtake the audience because at the end of the day, if you got a choice between football or Monday Night Raw, you're going to watch football and watch Raw whenever you get a chance. And he's, in the football, uh, and he's not in the wrestling bubble. Yeah, and he's thinking about it from a fan. He understands that wrestling fans are football fans too, but football fans ain't wrestling fans. So mm-hmm. if I'm losing my fans to another thing, why keep letting them, why keep forcing them because Think about a Monday Night Raw attendance doing football. Does Brian Waters go to the Raw or does he go to football? Or does he take his kids? No, I'm (laughs) saying, but no, to follow my logic, right? He's a season ticket holder. Yeah. But Raw's in town and he wants to take his head. Now I'm forcing him to choose. Where I can Mm. say, nope, go to your football because it's Tuesday. You can watch Raw on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it may be. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to interfere with that. And Seth Rollins can watch football instead of uh, walking through the locker room. No, I can send. No, I can send my oh, yeah. locker room to these games on Monday night because I can send a Bianca Belair to a WNBA game on a Thursday if she only got work on Tuesday. I can send mm. Cody Rhodes to the Jaguars game on Monday night. <laughs> oh wow! He said the Jaguars. Wow. I mean, <laughs> why not? I mean, it's the, probably the best thing they could have did because they definitely said, you think of wrestling, you think of Monday Night Raw before you think about SmackDown. You think about SmackDown now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you this, in, in October or whenever they move SmackDown, Cody Rhodes will be on SmackDown. Can I ask, can I ask your brother man. a question? Uh, can I ask your brother um, an important question? Uh, what did he say? I, who what was that? Say, no, he said no. something. I was just saying a joke. SmackDown, man. Oh, yeah, he's no. going to be on SmackDown. The crazy he's going part to be. USA yeah, going to say, no, no, we got to keep Cody. We y'all y'all taking it out raw from... Give, give me a, keep Cody on there. He's our <laughs> guy. 
is because we know we we know that the rock is not here to to sit at the head of the table he he's sitting at a different table he said at the board of directors um, <laughs> and i think they kind of gave that away so people kind of got back on the cody train once they kind of that kind of um yeah but um with, with that being said that the million dollar question for us is now are, are you brothers ready to let go of uh wrestling on monday nights no, yeah, no. Before, yes. before we, like I said, look at you, look, brother. He looked stressed out as soon as I said that. And Brian, like, <laughs> that's exactly why I said it. It's because it's like, okay, we've made it very clear. It's good for business, right? Bro, okay, it makes 30, sense, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And it's like, when you look at it, like from a sentimental perspective, this is all that we know. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, like, well, sure, it's good for business, but like, this is an end of an era. Are we ready to let go of wrestling on Monday nights? This is all that we've known. This is where majority of our favorite moments have happened. You know, all the the, the ground sh- shattering returns after WrestleMania, all these things that are important moments for us, right? So it's like, hey, are we ready to let go of uh, Monday nights? We think about it like this, right? Mondays have been appointment viewing television for us. Give or take, whether you're in the wrestling or not, Mostly when you're in the wrestling, you realize like you 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 hate when Sunday nights come because it's like, man, I gotta go to school tomorrow, I gotta go to work tomorrow. But Mondays was also always that ice cream, that pacifier. It was okay, you know what I mean. Um, I probably spend every week at some point in time mentioning a time when me and brother Hugh was talking wrestling the next day in school, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, or brother Brandon come in and say, hey, did you see Raw last night? You know what I mean? Or or me and Dwayne, some of them talking, and all of a sudden the closet wrestling fans come out. That stuff mm-hmm. happens on Tuesdays. It made Tuesdays looking forward, made you look forward to Tuesday, especially if you work a job and you got friends. Like, I remember, shout out to Steve Brayman, um, digital vice president for WWE, when he was my manager at ESPN. Tuesdays was the days going, yo, you see Raw last night, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. You know, I remember he he the one put me onto uh, Justin's page, the wrestling classic Justin. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to him. So letting go of Raw, it's, it's too many. Yeah, I might, I might legit cry. I ain't gonna lie. I don't I know. I think, I think it might be coming because the fact they like, like Brother Brandon said, mm-hmm. they never said Monday Night Raw is going to Netflix. They just said WWE Raw. Yeah, you know what? Nick Khan. He's he's got Vince syndrome in a sense of he has that mindset and you, I guess you do have to have it in that type of business. Sure. You don't know what you want until I give it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we could say, you know, wrestling fans complain about XYZ, but then it's like, nope, you don't know what you want until I show you what you want. Like we didn't know we wanted PLEs on Saturday until we got them. Talk I was about like, it. This was who thought that you would be saying this Saturday. I'm oh, I got to do everything I need to do because I need to get home and watch it. Because remember the Sunday night pay per views that last until 11 30, 12 o'clock? You're like, oh my God, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you was excited about And here's, I'm going to give you this tidbit about uh, the day of the week. Most mm-hmm. people know I worked in retail for 20 plus years, right? Oh, yep. And you loved it. People don't know. He did. He did. When you give them that option, that's what they're going to do. So if mm-hmm. I say the store closes at eleven, <laughs> you're going to shop till ten fifty nine. 
Of you course. Know? Yeah. If I tell you the store closed at one o'clock in the morning, you yeah. gonna shop till twelve fifty nine. So yeah. if I say the store closed at Walmart. Yeah, right. So when we start closing, <laughs> when we went from one o'clock to eleven, yeah, mm-hmm. we lost a few dollars the first week. But when people start realizing, oh, I don't have till twelve fifty nine to shop, I got till ten fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Guess what they did? They figured out how to get there by ten fifty nine. So, and I'm saying that to say when people, we've been conditioned for Monday Night Raw, and the thing is, like, if Vince was putting his best work in when he had competition, those mm-hmm. are those moments, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Triple H is putting his best in just about every week, with or without any competition. Imagine, remember when he had NXT, right? Mm-hmm, he yeah. was his own competition. He himself. It was yeah. on the network. It was like, wow, I want to see this. <clears throat> if we move the day, I think the conversations now evolve from because, like, in my college days, I remember being irritated. It was like, when did the SmackDown come on? I thought it was Thursday. Now it's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> now it's you know, it was like I was irritated because, like, remember from what a few years it kept changing. It went from UPN yeah. to this. I was like, when did SmackDown? You know what? I got class on Thursday. I can't watch it anyway. I got class on Tuesday. I can't. Oh, this is dumb. We got Monday and Tuesday. You know, and we didn't know that now that it's settled on Friday, and it, remember it was SmackDown Live for a long time, I was like, this is crazy. Why are we doing a show on Friday? But look yeah, what we don't. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I hate to say it, it's going to it's gonna shift something in us, and especially if it's on Netflix, if we know that it's going to broadcast on, and I'm just going to say Tuesday, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's every Tuesday. Monday, you know, you can do whatever. <laughs> You just Yo, had a conversation on Wednesday versus Tuesday. Taquan really dropped the uh, gym with all the networks, though. Yeah, but that's how, wasn't <laughs> it wasn't like a short. And I remember being in college, I'm like, when the smack. And I didn't watch SmackDown for a while because Smallville came mm-hmm. on the same time as SmackDown. I remember and that. I had to watch Smallville. <laughs> you know my friend Trika, yo. Y'all in that Smallville. Oh, small. Who? You, you want a rabbit hole? Wow. I'm good. I'm good. So my question is. What does this mean for competitors to WWE? I can't really call them competition because it's not really competition, but you know, you have TNA that uh, I'm assuming is presumably looking for a new TV deal. Um, at some point, maybe, maybe uh, you look AW. What does AW do? How does this affect them as far as them trying to compete with WWE and trying to, you know, grab their piece of the audience? You know what I mean? They better hope to get the max. That's their only saving grace at this point. Mm-hmm. You said who? That's their max. only saving grace, HBO Max. I mean, so, so why does AW? Why should AW have to follow? In 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 this, do you think they have? Is this a new precedent for a competition where they got to keep up now? Where you got to have a TV deal and you got to have streaming service to keep up? Because you well, know, I'm why. I'm a, this is why. Mm-hmm. If I can only find you on cable TV and I got rid of my cable. Because I can watch Raw. Oh, shoot. Yeah. People are doing that these days. Right. Or if I know I got it for free through Verizon, T-Mobile, whatever, and I only got this one network because that's what I got, I'm not going to pay $14, whatever it may be, when I know what I need is there. You ain't doing nothing to make me want to pay for it anyway. I'm not about Mm -hmm. to go get a whole cable package or YouTube TV or do whatever I need to to get that one. I'm going to be like, oh, cut that. I'm good over here. Especially if Peacock comes with my phone company. Sure. And I got Netflix through, you know, I'm good. 
you know, Peacock gave us a bait and switch at one point because the network was free at one point, you know, and then all of a sudden there was a paywall up. I was like, oh, you <laughs> bastards. That's that's what they do on the streets with the, with the crackheads. They're getting testers. And then once you get hooked on it, now now you don't mind paying right. because they didn't got you hooked on the stuff. And I'm like, oh, see. But remember when the network came, the whole thing was $10 for WrestleMania. The WWE right. Network. That was their whole campaign. And it was like, yeah, when they first came crazy. Out, for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. it was WrestleMania was nine dollars, and we grew up in the fifty dollars, sixty dollars era of right. WrestleMania. And they gave you a six month free trial. Oh yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. That was it. Was like you pay. <laughs> it was nine dollars for like first six months. You just had to pay that. Was it a signing? Sign up fee or something? Might have been. Yeah, because they oh they said WrestleMania was free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nine ninety nine. Yeah, that was a pit. They even had gift cards. Excuse me. They even had gift cards mm-hmm. stuff they were selling at like Kmart and Target and stuff like that. But um, honestly, I don't know what this means. It's, it's obviously good for business. I don't know what this means for competition. I don't know how they're going to try to counteract this. But um, when it comes to, I don't know. I can only imagine how, how Tony Khan probably feels right now, seeing all these kind of things kind of come together and why he's trying to compete with WWE and trying to do his own thing for AEW and uh, Man, I'm sure he's. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys think Tony Khan is trying to figure out now at this point from a business perspective? Man, look, he <laughs> lost his mind. Right. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Now, back to our show. <laughs> <laughs> You got a lot more money than Crockett. No, it's, it's but listen, I don't think Tony Khan wants to go toe to toe with TKO Sports right now, especially with The Rock. The Rock is, uh, I'm sure The Rock is fully prepared to handle uh, Tony Khan. No, you and, got The uh, Rock and Triple H on the same team, bro. Yeah, yeah, like it's, like just think about these two nemesis are on the same team. That's yeah, not crazy. fair. No, it's crazy. We're so still going in their back pocket. Yeah, like that's like Triple H runs the show and like The Rock is on the board. So, mm-hmm. like the inmates truly so run Triple H ro- runs the company. Yeah, if you like, really think about it, he really does. He runs Nick Khan just there to make sure the dollars is coming flowing through. That's all he's worried take about. The blame. So, so in other words, Tony Khan, <laughs> what The Rock is trying to tell you pretty much is shut up, bitch. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what got into you tonight, but keep it up. It's 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 these guys. They messed up. It was yesterday. But keep believe it. We're actually coming to an end, though. So I I think we can all can agree that this is all a great for business. Mm-hmm. Uh, such such a monumental event, such a monumental blockbuster deal. And any adjective you want to add to it, uh, as far as WWE's partnership with Netflix. Starting in 2025, man, we got a year and some change left for a good old fashioned cable television. And after this, everything changes. Everything changes. I think a lot of people are going to try to sign with WWE now, especially knowing, you know, who who will have access to them, which is every goddamn body. And uh, notice, I got a question for you before you kick off that screen. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they announced it a year in advance? They they're up to something. I don't know what that something is, but it, it's very intentional, right? If you think about this week, 
they did something similar when they when they first announced that WWE was going public as far as uh, trading was concerned. It was no longer going to be a privately owned company. They were going to bring on shareholders. And so you look at this week, they make the announcement that The Rock is joining the board of directors. Ari Mays, obviously a wrestling fan. They give The Rock his full trademark. They launched the, the United Football League is about to launch. NFL is coming to an end. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, the Roy Rumble's coming up. There's so many things. And then Triple H goes, oh, we're only halfway through. I'm like, what do you mean you're only halfway through? I don't know what they're doing, but there's a reason why they're kind of making all this push. Like back in the day, we used to, we used to be like, the excuse was, well, it's sweeps week. This is the week where all the ratings come in. This is the week where you, you this is the week, uh, I forgot what they used to call the week, but it's like, uh, it used to be a week in television where you like line up all your advertisers to kind of sell the products for the year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the version of that is now today in 2024, but I feel like it, it may have something to do that. Honestly, I don't know. I don't, anybody have any other no, thoughts? I mean, yeah, sweep, I mean, sweeps month is uh, February, but you, you still load up in January because now you know you're about to put on a bigger product. You know, these storytelling, you know, going into the Rumble, we just a few months, weeks from February, the storytelling going on the road to WrestleMania about to go crazy. True. Yeah, we got it's 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 about to get crazy. I bet you it's, Triple H um, is going to sleep like Vince and Randy only slept one hour. Triple H probably sleep for eight hours a day. <laughs> right. No, it's I don't know. It's there's there, there's a lot going on right now. And um Man, I we we finally got through it. it we we're burning past the midnight oil, but it's time to wrap up this show. But uh, I think we all can agree this is definitely good for business. Roy Rumble is this um this this week as of this recording. This is um who who do you guys have to win it? Uh, Logan Paul or Kevin Owens for the United States Championship? Paul, Logan. I Paul. definitely got Kevin Owens winning, brother Hugh. Ooh. Logan Paul. Really? You guys are. What about you, brother Brandon? Logan Paul. Logan Paul's a part timer. Why do you think he's going to keep holding on to that title? Kevin Owens wins. LA Knight has to face Mania. Mm. It makes sense for the title. Yeah, but we got we got too much time before Mania, and Triple H has got his pin out. So who knows what they got up their sleeve? Yeah. But uh, right. WrestleMania, as of right now, four matches. It's different. It's um, I expect to see a lot of storytelling in both Rumble matches. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you guys will be there, Brian H. Brother Hugh, enjoy yourselves. Have a blast. Enjoy. I know you guys will be working, but, you know, have some fun in the process. Me and Brother Brandon will we'll be watching from the trenches. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of communication through the phones, the tweets, you all that kind of stuff. It's going to be uh, fun. I'll have my championship belt in tow. I'm sure you guys will, too. But uh, Please go live, for this. I need no, to see the reaction it, it, for the what If Cody I wins, see reaction. I need to see No, I need you to go live when it cuts down to the last two. Okay. Can you, well, do, that? Can you do that for I'm, us? I might, but every time I go live, nobody watches. So I feel like I'm like, it doesn't work for me. I was, they, 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 they I watch it. Post. You say what? I was, no, he took it down. Remember, he took the video down. Oh, I was no, going like, watching post. <laughs> I didn't know how to save it. Like, I kept, like, I exited out and just got rid of the whole video. Oh, yeah. You got to <laughs> let them know you want to save it once you, um, when you start. Yeah. I figured it out after the fact, but, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought was, you deleted it because of your reaction. No, like I was trying to like close out, but I like it, it, I didn't save it though. But <laughs> somebody said on TikTok, man, WWE about to go crazy because uh, now they don't have the ratings limit. 
Yeah. Oh, I definitely she don't. Oh, nope. yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> They're like completely free now. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's not that's ratings insane. driven, but it's going to be one of the highest stream viewed stuff on the platform anyway. It's going to be number one every week watching. You know it is, yeah, it is. Especially, yeah. especially for that first quick jump. But um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on tonight's show. It was an action-packed show. We had a lot to get into. Thank you for sticking with us. But um, definitely follow us on all our social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to our Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube at The Wrestling Realm. The next time you see us, ladies and gentlemen, it will be after the Rumble. And who knows what the heck we'll be talking about then. We are the looking Ravens forward to it. We want you to have as much fun. Head over to YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Realm. Catch up on Season 1 of Championship Culture and enjoy the first episode of Season 2 of championship culture so much more to come with that so much more to come with patreon brian nature starts so much going on in the world of professional wrestling and guess what luckily for you all the wrestling realm is here to lead you and guide you through all of those things twists and turns and we are here to have fun in the process ladies and gentlemen we'll catch you next week after the rumble we'll see you on on the who knows we'll see you when we see you peace out we out of here <laughs> Yes!